1: Got myself to know this outfee The one and only not eat the Turkish MC Always love the clothes of Jimmy Bitch, I'm your one I wanna be Jimmy Stockton's
2: celebrity Hello! Jimmy Stockton's god, I love that. That is so awesome. <laughs> we want to welcome everybody to the show. And before we get started, let me introduce my cool co-host Starting off with the diva of cool. Hey cool people everywhere.
3: Oh, he didn't do anything
4: Miss Drew weird. Albright. What happened to that part?
2: What did I say? Take two. Okay. Okay. We want to introduce our cool co-host starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Oh,
3: yeah. Hey, cool people (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) That worked out good.
2: Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hola, that's me. And then we've got the king of... What's his title again? King of film. King of all media. What's The cool name? cat of Cool film. cat of film. <laughs> King. Uh, Thomas Churchill, and he'll be calling in shortly. He's uh, on set working on a bunch of stuff, but he will be calling in, and we're going to have a great show for you guys. I'm very excited. And do we need to tell them the thing about the the Live 365 thing or no?
4: Yeah, I think so. I put it in the chat room, but um, the station told us that one of their providers is jacked up sound and that one of their providers is working on it currently. But if you want to watch us on the ITV page, which is where you can see the video of of Jim and I in the studio, (laughs) (laughs) um, you go to the ITV page, and if you happen to be one of the people that is experiencing double sound, there's two audio players on that page, one at the very top and one at the very, very bottom of the page. If you mute mute those, it should work out okay. There you go. So that's what you got to do.
2: And if you're not watching us on ITV, you probably don't have to worry about it right okay good and we want to say hey and give a shout out to everybody in the chat room yes we've got uh, Ken Pettigrew in there everybody Ken Pettigrew's got a show 8 o'clock 8pm 8 pacific time com. he's badass go
4: ahead yes you got the website like, <laughs> I got it right, right this time, Okay. time that's right We've got Shelly. Shelly Boreal, what's up? I haven't been on Facebook much this week, but like, I'm interested to see what, what new pictures she I has. Shelly puts up great pictures. Hey, Shelly. And we've got Audrey talking in France. The, I mean, from France in French. Right. Everybody follow,
2: <laughs> follow Audrey on Twitter. It's at DeanWGirl. And again, we always like to shout it out because Audrey is the number one Chad Lindbergh fan on planet Earth. Not Murphy. And, uh... I said Lindbergh this time, I didn't I? Okay, yes, I did, did it right. It. Okay, I got it right. And Chad Lindbergh, we love at the Jimmy Star Show. He's been a featured guest many times. He's awesome. Audrey's awesome. Ken Audrey Pedder is, is awesome. Audrey is also a Chad Murphy fan. Oh, too. yeah. yeah everybody's a Chad, Hi, everybody's <laughs> a Chad Murphy fan. Everybody's a Chad Murphy totally. fan. Come on. Stop it, stop it. We got a great show for you guys today. We have author C.K. Gray coming on. We have uh, International Nova, who's a new Monarchy Records recording artist. So and cool. And we have movie star Leslie Easterbrook. Yes. We're going to have a really, 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 really good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to all of it.
4: Yeah. I see you brought in C.K. Gray's books, too. You've been reading yeah, them. Yeah, I'm going to show
2: people. I read both of them.
4: Yeah, that's
5: cool.
2: Yeah, that's good. Well, we can talk about him and tell her what I think. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Tell her what I think. And uh, I know she's been a past guest also on Ken Pettigrew, so we'll give him another shout-out. And everybody check his show out tonight at 8 o'clock. It's Ken
4: com. Yeah, and you were on his show recently. Yeah, the KP show. It's awesome. Which, that was a trip. That's right. It was a trip. You guys talked a lot about a, a lot of... <laughs> Okay, I can talk today, really. I swear. You guys talked a lot about sex on his show. That's right
2: cuz he's got sex on the brain and he's got a really hot co-host just like I do. And uh, they were all talking about, it, you know, getting with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all fun. We're going to have a really good show. We've got a caller calling in and where we go? Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star show.
0: Hey Jimmy, it's Carrie CK. How are you?
2: It is I am awesome. How are you?
0: I'm very well. Thank you. So,
2: do we call you Carrie, or do we call you CK, or what do we call you? <laughs> you can
0: call me. You can call me CK. Everyone okay, calls me CK. I
2: like that because that's what the books actually say. So, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, I want to uh, introduce you to my co-host. Starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. CK, welcome. Um, your voice like hello. sounds like your
4: photos. <laughs> like it's a match. <laughs>
2: yes, the picture with the voice. <laughs> yes, exactly. We've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy.
4: Hello,
5: CK.
2: Hello, Chad. Oh, that was sexy. Yeah,
5: that's how I roll, Jimmy.
2: <laughs> She's got that thing. That oh, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about her. Oh, that bitch.
5: <laughs>
2: and I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. We're very much looking forward to it. And I want to let everybody know too. Like uh, i met CK Gray on Twitter. Everybody who cool is on Twitter, and if you're not on Twitter, you should be. And you should be following her on Twitter. And she is uh, at CKG G, CKG Books. Yeah, on Twitter. It's so, we want to follow her on Twitter because she's like way cool. And she's an author. She's from Canada, right? You're from Canada?
0: Originally, no. Originally, I'm from LA. I okay. live here
2: now. So, you're a transplant. Yeah. You followed I'm a dude. A Did you follow a dude there?
0: Well, <laughs> so I kind of
6: stayed because there was a dude here, yes.
2: Okay. Okay. So, you're there, but the dude is no longer there?
6: No, he's still here.
2: Is he still with you?
6: <laughs> yes. Okay. He's still
2: with me. <laughs> Just thought we would ask, you know. We have to find so far, out. So far,
6: so far.
2: And uh, oh, and somebody just text Somebody just tweeted me wanting to know if Chad is a hot co-host. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yes. Yeah. We want to give another shout out to Lights Out, who's a reggae artist I recently met. He's super cool. He's tuning in. And uh, CK, how about if you say hey to everybody in the chat room? Hey, hello, everybody in the chat room. One of the people in there is Ken Pettigrew. So like tell him that you want to rub his bald head. Whoa. <laughs> hey, Ken, how are you? Rebel in the chat room says, yes, chat is hot. There you go. So there you go. Money we got all kinds me. of stuff going on. <laughs> and uh, that's so much funny. So so let's get right down to it, because I have lots of stuff I want to talk about. First of all, I want to say, uh, everybody, CK, she's an, she's an author. She has two really cool books and i almost had a heart attack when i these books came to me in the mail because i was like i didn't really know what kind of uh, author you were and uh and like it's kind a of like heart a heart attack well cuz i'm not really like into the whole like romance novel like okay. love story like book thing and they got here and i was like uh oh what did i do and i want to tell you cuz i am not a, a a a romance novel love story kind of guy your books are really freaking good
0: thank you the a lot of the reader feedback on my website um i'd say at least 30% of the feedback, the testimonials that have come in, have come in from men. So it's been, it has been overwhelming, the amount of men. And I wrote the book for both men and women. It isn't just one of those harlequin romances that women would um, really appreciate. It's something that both male and female. And I also designed the covers of the book so that, if a man wants to walk through an airport, sit on the an airplane, and read this romance novel, he won't be embarrassed.
4: That was genius. So I'm like Flavio's like, not on the cover or something. No
0: Flavio on my covers. Absolutely <laughs> that, not. That was
2: actually enough. like genius. Actually, too. For anybody watching ITV, I'm holding up the book. So the first book is called Eye of the Storm, and the cover of it is like the ocean with lightning lightning bolt hitting it in a storm. Which if you yeah. when you read the book, you'll comprehend that. And then the mm-hmm. second book and the follow up is called After the Storm where it's like a pretty like pretty ocean, not with a storm. And, I took uh, that
0: one in Nassau, that th- one. And I I did both my covers as well. I've designed them both. One of them was um, up at a lake in northern Ontario in the Muskoka area, and that was the first one. Obviously, they photoshopped the uh, the bolt of lightning because I wasn't going to stand out there and try to right. grab that one. Uh, just for my own safety. And the other one, like I said, was taken to Nassau in the Bahamas one day. So it was just... I've designed the covers myself, too. It's just part of my creativity that I also pour into the book. Actually, though, it, like,
2: works. And I actually tell the way you look, it works for writing, like, a love story because you're, like, smoking hot. You're kind of like a MILF.
0: Thank you, so
2: much. <laughs> and so like I think I that, my
0: kids like to hear that, but thank you.
2: I think <laughs> uh, but I you think, like to hear because you're so very good. It. You're very good looking. <laughs> the stories are very, very well written. I don't know like how much you want to tell people in this, uh, about the story, so like I thought maybe I would let you you give your description of like what it is and what the story is kind of like about, so I don't give away too much, and then I'll talk a little bit about yes. the characters once we get going because like it was kind of okay. very cool. So go ahead and give us a little like summary.
0: Okay, I'll give you a little bit of synopsis on "I, uh, the Storm," is a very captivating romance novel. So, if you, it's it's kind of all about finding your soulmate in life, and when that person comes to you and you connect, that connection will never be lost, no matter how many years you live. And then it, it's almost like a reincarnation. So, um, you will just, I think you'll always reconnect if you believe in reincarnation. And there's I kind of never believed in reincarnation until I wrote the book, and then I started to believe it, and I honestly believe that you will reconnect with that person that is your soulmate, the person that you are supposed to be with, that you are destined to be with, and that's kind of what it is, so it's very much a captivating romance. A lot of people have reevaluated their own relationships based on the main characters in the second book, Michael and Carolina. But it does start in... It's more of a historical romance in the first eight chapters. It begins in 1902 in Savannah, Georgia. Between, it's a young love between a 17-year-old and a 19-year-old. And chapter eight kind of is a little ending with their lives. is very, very sad. Um, kind of brought tears to my eyes when I was writing. I didn't want to lose the characters. But anyway, and then it, um, it comes again in modern day today, romance between two other couples. So There's a little bit of... Um, Little bit of infidelity, but um, anyway, I mean, if I if I wrote a normal lifestyle and just an everyday couple, it wouldn't make too much sense, and I don't think it would be too interesting. It would be so, boring
2: then too,
5: like so stuff. Like so, I have... I, yeah,
0: I put a little bit of infidelity, but I'll tell you one thing: I am no El James. I I figured I cannot write these Shades of Grey. I have three kids, and I figured okay, my parents are thankfully still alive, and I knew that you know, actually my parents are probably my biggest fans and i thought you know i have to keep
2: this book pretty clean so i did actually though like uh, cuz i am kind of like a pervert so like i actually like <laughs> uh, i like all the sex and stuff but like i think mm-hmm. in this like this is a very smooth story i'm not kidding i was really impressed cuz i i i, I don't have you. a lot of time to read in the first place and like i read roger grubbs i don't know if he's listening because he sent me a I bunch love of books. roger hey and roger so hey roger if you're, roger, on, if you're on listening uh, hello roger grubbs has some great great books and uh, and I like all of those mm-hmm. and I don't read a whole lot. But when I do read, like I read Harry Potter, like I read all the Harry Potter books and like kind of I'm more into like mm-hmm. the action and all that different. stuff. So I was very, very surprised how I was captivated at the very beginning of the book. Um, I liked it a lot. I think the Michael and Carolyn story is like like the bomb. And like I read in your bio that you're looking to uh, like shop it and maybe make a movie. And I was like, oh, this is this is this will be a hit. This is like a notebook kind of movie.
0: It's actually better than The Notebook, and it, it will be, actually, um, we are in the developmental stages right now, pre-production, with this, um, this storyline, so it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, we are, it, is, it will be a feature film, so that is the reason I've been flying back and forth to L.A. for the last six months, but it's pretty exciting, and it's definitely a go, and it will be called Eye of the Storm, and we are definitely in the pre-production stages right now, so it's it's very very exciting.
5: I think it's congratulations, like super cool.
0: Thank you. And it will actually it will be better than the notebook. So if you love the notebook, you are going to love this one even more. It's a little bit more. I'd say it's um, more. It's a more in-depth love story, and there it is a time. There is um, a time frame between, you know the like I said, nineteen oh two to to modern day and we'll go back and forth with it a little bit. So it's it's gonna be a great, great storyline. I'm working with the screenwriters right now and it's just really exciting. It's so overwhelming. It's almost so surreal that I just can't believe how much has happened so quickly in within the last just um, two years. So since the book since Eye of the Storm came out, it was actually six production companies have approached me with it. So Finally found a great connection, and we're working together every day um, with the production team um, and with the screenwriter. so it's it's really, really exciting.
4: So since we're an entertainment show, too, like, um, okay, so you're an author, and you wrote this book, and clearly, like, from what you're saying, you know, it really is something... Um, that you've put your all into. And so then you have production companies come to you and they want to say, we want to make this into a film. How Uh did you go about navigating which production company you chose?
0: Well, there were some production companies that, um, you know, like just as an example, let's say somebody was a production, um, did the production with, let's say, CSI Miami, those types of people. And it just wasn't the right fit. So I was waiting for the right person to come along who had the experience and the genre of working with romance, whether it be romance, romance, comedy, so, and then just my fit because I, I'm actually going to be executive producer of this movie as well, which is really exciting. And so I have to work close with the entire team. So I found it to be a great fit. And the production company, the, there's a woman who owns the production company, and she's highly successful in the industry. I can't, I can't really give away her name yet. But if I said her last biggest movie, you'd know it in a second. But anyway, so there's some great big people that are working behind this. And so the, the names attached to it are incredible. There's going to be some big names for our A-list, for the cast as well. Um, so like I said, just working with the entire team, and it was just choosing the right fit, um, who I was going to work best with, who I felt most comfortable. And like I said, this is, this is kind of unheard of. Like I said, I, it was my passion... Um, that I placed on hold for over 29 years of my life and realized, you know what, I really need to, to do what's deep inside of me and just peel back every layer that I possibly can and and put it all on paper. And I did. And I wrote this book just because I love to write and I came up with an incredible storyline. I thought so anyway, and obviously it's proving that. And I write this book, and then all of a sudden it's picked up by L.A. And, you know, now it's in the developmental stages of pre-production and it's just beyond my control it's just i I can't even i I don't think it's even hit me yet i mean i'm I'm still a mom i go home i still cook i do laundry and just my day-to-day my full-time job and then i i've got this book so
2: well if you need any help casting i would love to help
0: (laughs) well i i I love it heard a little bit about the um I don't know if we can bring this up. The other movie in Scotland.
2: Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute because I okay. just got an email sure. confirming that I got a role in it. <laughs> right now, it just I, came two seconds I ago. I
0: heard. I heard uh, yesterday, so it pretty okay, it's pretty like exciting. Okay, it's very exciting. Here I am. I I was an interior designer. That's I've been had my own interior design company for twenty six years. Is what I do, and. Um, then all of a sudden now it's my whole life It's just taken me on a whole different journey I wasn't see. thinking like
2: A-list, A-list So immediately the first thing I thought of was I'm a Jenny Garth fan And like if you were going with not super A-list Like Jenny Garth is like A-list TV She would mm-hmm. make a great Caroline Because she's so hot mm-hmm. I Do you know who Jenny Garth is? She's mm-hmm. the, the blonde haired girl from Beverly Hills 90210 I'm so in love yes, with her I, I mean do. I'm gay but I'm like so totally in love with her <laughs> <laughs> and I I was thinking of all the people like who would we bring in this movie and like uh I, and I think that I would make a great um uh Caroline's first husband cuz I think I could be all like moody pussy no problem.
5: <laughs> moody David, pussy I think the thing is that David is so
0: the thing is with David, I mean, he's such a great guy, and I felt so bad for him. I really did, because he's such a great guy, and all of a sudden, I don't even want to give the storyline away, but David, I think he's too passive. He really is. He's so and passive. And I think the authority of men would react differently, yes. Oh, I think most men, the book. you're
2: right. Everybody would. Everybody definitely, first of all, I have to say, first of all, where do people go to get this book? Let's do some promotions here.
0: Yeah. Well, um, if they go on to ckgbooks.com, which is my website... Um, they can actually see a little trailer. There's a, a book trailer on the front, and if they, I think on the right side of the website it says um, purchase this book, and then you can get it through Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, Barnes and Noble online, and for people across Canada it's on Chapters and in Indigo, um, which is like our Barnes and Noble here, um, and all the e-readers. So Kobo, Kindle, the Nook, all the e-readers have it. So it's it's online anywhere, and then our local stores here where I am. Um, do have it in their stores. So I, would,
2: I would I would I would offer everybody mine but they're like autographed and they can't have them sorry.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. I just like to but put it, throw that. It, at it, it
2: there. is
0: available all around and internationally too. So if um UK um anybody and actually I have some, um, you know I've got some great people who have actually written some music. There's this one guy, he's up in um he's in the UK, just outside of London and he sounds just like James Blunt. He's absolutely incredible. And he's composed a song for me. His name is um, David John Harvey. He's absolutely incredible. And he's, I've got a few people, like I said, he has um, composed a song for me already called Eye of the Storm. And it's absolutely incredible. And then there's another guy in Toronto named Hartley Mandel, who also will be working with Morley. And you know, you know who Morley is. Yes. Um, Hartley has also composed a song for me which I believe that um, David will be singing that one as well. So it's got some new music in there as well. Um, It's just, everybody's just come out of the woodwork. It's amazing. All about the book. So... It's exciting, I Very think really it's exciting. super
2: cool, and I don't know if you know that I have a record label, um, but like I can also get physical and digital distribution for it, so like I'm for ready the to, soundtrack for the soundtrack, and uh, I also work with a lot of famous bands, so like I'm ready to rock and roll, and I want to tell people I am ready to go I am like <laughs> so I'm like a complete package.
0: <laughs> we need to get you on board.
2: Um, yes, yeah, so I want to get on board, and what I want to tell people too, because one of the things I thought was so genius about this this book. Uh, besides mm-hmm. the fact, it's a really good story. It's a heartwarming story. You know, I cry at everything. So, like, of course, I, I cried, but like, everybody's going to cry. I am a sensitive guy anyway. Everybody like, knows that, even though I like, crack a lot of jokes. This is actually a really, really good story. I found myself wondering what was going to happen next. But what I thought was the most genius thing is how you ended the first book, because there's mm-hmm. no way you cannot read the second book. She's got Mm -hmm. it set up that, like, if you ended the first book, you'd be like, oh, my God, and you wouldn't be able to sleep for a week. So, like, you have to read the second book. you know what
0: the advantage is right now that everybody that that purchases Eye of the Storm, they can can get right into the next book, where when I wrote the first one, it took me nine months to write Eye of the Storm, and then just less than a year, I had written after the storm, but they had that whole gap between the waiting period, and they're like, okay, what happens, what happens? Because at the very end, you really don't know what happens. And then the way... The um, first chapter begins, and after the storm, you still really don't know. I think what you think happens in the first book, then you start reading the second one, you think, "Oh no, maybe it didn't happen that way." Right. But as you read on, but like I said, I I had to leave you wanting more. That's what I. That's how I had to leave my my fans, my readers. Um, as I read each chapter, I just wanted them wanting more and more and more, and at the end. I had such a trail of people saying, come on, what happens? What happens? Hurry, write the next book. I need to know what happens next. So that in itself is is just, you know, it means so much to me knowing that I have so many fans out there and the books have been, you know, best-selling. I was um, the uh, best-seller through my publishing company, best author, top author through the publishing company. Um, Amazon had sold out almost immediately. I think they sold out five times in the first three weeks that my book was up. It's just been, I mean, the, obviously the e-books have been going crazy because I, I think there's more people that have the e-readers now than the, than the actual book itself. But I it's think it's a really so big deal. I think, too, though,
2: the fact that, and, and I know but like people don't believe me, so I'm like actually saying this, is like when you're on Twitter and you promote stuff on Twitter, it's different mm-hmm. than when you promote it everywhere else. It really is, and like for everybody listening who's not on Twitter... I'm telling you, especially if you're an author because I follow – I'm following probably like 10 really cool authors, which is how Uh I met you in the first place. I was following one of them and they were tweeting with you. And, and uh, I felt
0: so honored. It's like Timmy Starr following me. That's pretty cool. <laughs> he really you.
2: like hardly follows anybody. I, mean, so I, only, I, you know, I only follow like six hundred people, so yeah. like I don't follow a lot. But I follow people who look like they have cool things to say. And like I like the fact that I when you see people interacting with other people and that you retweet other other novelists' stuff and mm-hmm. they retweet your stuff and it's kinda like a community of everybody. It's not like, oh, I'm the big cheese and like, you know, do all these things no, for me. Everybody works not. together, and that's what I really like about it. And when people work we do, together, we,
0: we promote every we promote everybody, and that's what's so great about this this world of authors in itself. I mean, anybody who's an artist, musicians, everybody. And I just find that there's there's such an incredible group of authors that I have connected with myself, who have actually become friends of mine through this. So it's been it's been incredible. It really has been.
2: I think it's awesome. You're the second you know you're the second author that we've had that I met on Twitter. Um, I was very excited to have you come on. I was very excited that my first impression of the book when I read it was a romance novel was totally. Like dumbfounded and like not warranted whatsoever because it's a really good story. I think everybody needs to read it. I think the movie is going to be a blockbuster. I can see. It is.
0: You know what they say that it is going to be the next Notebook. And anybody that you say, hey, have you heard of the Notebook? Everybody's heard of the Notebook. I want everybody to hear and re- know the name in twenty years' time. I, the storm. I really do because it's it's just such a great, captivating romance that everybody of all ages can relate to. It's not geared for teenagers, it's not geared for elderly, it's geared for every age. And my youngest one is 19 years old, and... You really I mean, are a MILF. <laughs> I, have, I have one who's much older than that, but I'm not going to give his age away. Okay. Um, thank you, but Megan, my youngest one, she's 19, and all of her friends loved it. So it's great, and then obviously you know, my parents and and beyond.
2: So I think I it, think it's it going to be a huge hit, and I think as soon as I read in your bio that it's being developed into a movie, I was like, this is going to be a this is going to be like a big movie. People are going to really mm-hmm. like to see this. Everybody's going to like to see it. Um, so we want to congratulate you on that, and tell everybody again Thank they can go you. to ckgbooks.com and mm-hmm. uh, and order the book, or go to Amazon and make sure you follow you on uh, Twitter because Twitter's fun. And uh, and then you've got another project that you're involved with called A Mile in His Soul.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is another thing. That is another incredible, incredible story. Actually, Morley and I hooked up. Um, he is actually a screenwriter in Toronto, so he's close to my home. And we were just conversing one day in regards to uh, writing a screenplay, and then we said, hey, we should get together for lunch one day. So actually we met for lunch, and he discussed his whole he, he gave me the whole synopsis of his screenplay that he had just written and not long after that it was picked up in the UK. So he said um, he asked me if I if I wanted to be in this movie and I thought, Oh my gosh He says I'll write you in the script. Last high school play I think I did Manor La Mantra or something in high school. I mean it was <laughs> many, many years ago. But I thought, gosh, okay, I can do this. I'm going to Scotland, you know, all expense paid trip for my for this and I thought, all right, you know what, I'm gonna do it. So he wrote me in actually I'm in the first first few minutes. We have I have a confrontation with the um, the homeless guy who's the main character. And it is such an incredible storyline. I really hope you go because I think you're being written in the script, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I already got a character name.
0: Well, there you go. See I'm I'm me. I'm Mr. But, Cookston. Um,
2: I'm Mr. Cookton, you're, who's somebody's father. I haven't, read the, I haven't read the script yet.
0: You are, and you've got to gr- I think you're at the end of the movie. Yeah, I'm at the great. end of the
2: movie. Yeah. I'm at the
0: very beginning. I'm in the first few minutes. <laughs> I think you're in the last part of it. But that is so amazing because we're going to be in the same movie. Awesome. Yeah. Twitter, is, man. Like it's like
2: Twitter awesome rocks. Twitter, Twitter rocks. And also, so this, this movie, hang on. I have to go back to my Twitter uh, yes. and look and see. But this movie, actually, you guys, the star of this movie is Michelle Martin. Is that how I pronounce yeah. her name, Michelle Martin? Because i yeah. just been tweeting with her since we got on the yeah. show. <laughs> she's doing a, a really cool movie right now with Sir Ben Kingsley. She's a young actress. She's gorgeous. Um, she's the he star is. of the movie. I don't know totally the whole – I only read the synopsis of the movie, so I don't, I don't know how much I can give away with it all. But it's called A Mile in His Soul. It's going to be actually uh, a movie for the times of, of really how the world is going right now. So I think it's going to be a huge hit.
0: It will be, and Morley is a brilliant, brilliant screenwriter. And actually, you know, another another really exciting thing is when he's finished this one, we have another story that we're uh, doing kind of a collaboration, so Morley and I will be writing the next screenplay. Awesome. And it's been, yeah, it's so that's another another thing we've kind of got going right now. That's good, because like
2: I want to have lots of movie roles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we just the We can do it the same I'm way. Better, I'm better on radio shows and behind the camera, but... You know the the odd one, I think actually, I may even be a cameo in my own, but just a cameo that's all I'm gonna do. that would
2: be cool though. Like, I think you like totally cameos. have
4: to do a cameo in your own. I think you have to make it a thing because really, from what Jim was saying about the two books, you know, maybe instead of like thinking of it as a feature film, like you're gonna have a feature film series, so then you gotta start the cameo in the first one so that you can carry it through the rest of them.
0: That's right because if this one, if um Storm as well they're going to make the, in, the sequel actually will become the next movie. So After the Storm will become the next one. So Absolutely. I'm hoping that it does extremely well, which I'm sure it will, but just because the story's an amazing.
4: Story. I am it telling really you, is. it is going to do well. And I want to do a little shout-out to, we have somebody in the chat room. His name is Grant Brewer, and he says he went to high school with you he at M.M. M. Robinson Burlington in Canada.
0: Yes, yes. I last my last year of high school here, yes.
4: And so Hello, he shouts Grant. out, and he says, "Hey, um, mm, by the way, I would love to try acting." <laughs>
2: and then, hey, Grant. Yeah, Ken Pettigrew. Ken Pettigrew wants a role too.
0: <laughs> we'll get you all in there. We'll, we'll have our our little reunion of of the actors. We'll all come together. That'd be fun.
2: I think it's fun. I think it's really cool. I think um, I I just want to congratulate you. I think it's a really cool thing. I think that the the book is really 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 good. I think everybody's going to like it. Um, I do think you know it'll, it'll also have a, a very heavy uh, female demographic for like love stories, and I'm sure whoever plays Michael and Carolyn are going to be really good looking because they're really good written, really good looking in the book, so they're going to be. They really are. Good they're looking. all very
0: attractive. Actually, you know, my visual when I wrote Carolina, um, she, her character. I mean, she's just a great outgoing woman with great personality. She's a great mom. She's got it all together. Um, she just, you know, doesn't have that love connection with her own husband. That's the only. That's the only thing. But it happens over years. It's just they just grew apart. And Caroline, if you could take somebody like Michelle Pfeiffer, okay, years ago, you know who that is, right? Yes, yes. So, so take somebody like Michelle Pfeiffer. If I could, if I could bring Michelle Pfeiffer back 15 years, she'd be the perfect part for Carolina. Yeah. Really would. But can't do that. She's a little like bit when too she was old a Personal. part. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Caroline is actually in her early forties, and so is Michael, and so is David, and Julia, of course. You know that's da- uh, Michael's wife, but you know they'll get it all right when they read the mo- when, they, when they read the story, they'll they'll figure it all out. But oh. the characters the characters are fun to write, um, and like I said, when um, in this in the sequel after the storm, the secondary characters are brought into it a little bit more, so you get to know a little bit more about the family. Right. The I, kids, everybody else involved.
4: I think, too, it's, like, kind of interesting from reading your bio that, like, your bio is kind of about somebody who determined what they wanted to do later on in life. And then that kind of carries through to the story. And mm-hmm. that's, like, all I'll say about the story. But um, did you do that intentionally or did you know you were doing it that way? or?
0: Well, you know, they say that every author brings himself into their own storyline. So I'm I'm not... I mean, this is obviously a fictional romance story, but...
2: Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> okay, I mean, that's the mystery behind it. that will never come out. No, I, can't, I can't say that. Ignore that. Ignore that. And we're live, so I can't take right it away.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's recorded. I'm in trouble.
5: That's funny. But anyway,
0: it's just... Like I said, it was something... It was always such a passion of mine. I've always written, but I've I've written you know, quotes, and I've written poetry, and I've written articles, and I've journaled. So I've written my whole life. It was just I've never written a book or a story. And one day I was sitting on the beach, and all of a sudden, boom, this light bulb went off, and this, you know, I am such a people-watcher. I'm so observant when it comes, I, you know, I can sit in a restaurant and say, okay, they've been married for too long because they are so unhappy right now, or, you know, (laughs) or or they're just starting date, they're just dating, or... They're having an affair, you know. I can, I can read it. I think it's my sixth sense. So I'm sitting on the beach in Laguna, and I'm watching these couples, and I think, oh my God, they're so in love. They, they've got to be soulmates. And then all of a sudden, just I don't know how that happened, but I thought, all right, that's going to make a great story. And then I, you know, my whole trip to L.A. actually, because I'm from there, I go back every year, and I'm sitting on the beach in Laguna, and thinking, oh my gosh, I've just come up with a storyline. And there you so go. wasn't anything that I thought I knew I would write a book. It was just a matter of time. It was a matter of when. It was, you know, just the right time in my life. But as my father's always said, if you wait for the right time, it's never the right time. That's right. So you just have to do it.
5: Now and is I, the time. I
0: carry that with me forever. And it's like, you know what? I'm not getting any younger. And I, I love to um, come up with clothes. I wake up with them, I think subconsciously, I think of them in my sleep. Because the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, it's like I have this quote, and as you can tell on Twitter, I, all the little things I post sometimes is just what I come up with. And on my fan page, I have a fan page on Facebook too. It's um, it's love story romance novels by CKG.
5: Oh, everybody, and
2: that's a good one. that's my fan page on
0: Facebook. So love story romance novels by CKG
2: Books. I think that's what it is. So, um, so let me recap all oh. this one more time. So we've got okay. books, and we want to go to ckgbooks.com, and we want to buy Eye of the Storm and After the Storm by CK Gray. You right. want to follow her on Twitter, okay. it's at CKG Books. Um, you right. want to read these stories because they're going to be a blockbuster blockbuster movie coming out shortly. Of which yours truly is going to have some kind of minor role, so you'll want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. In there. And uh, we're going to be working on a lot of projects with uh, CK Gray in the future, and so we're going to be having you come back on the show a lot, I am sure. And uh, we want to congratulate you on the sex um, on the on the sex on the success. I do want to congratulate you <laughs> oh, on the sex. That come
5: from. I, was gonna,
2: I was trying to say I want to congratulate you on the success. Of thank the two you. books. I think it's terrific. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show, and we'll stay in touch. And anytime you got anything to promote, let us know, and we'll work it all out. And we want to thank you for coming on the show and say congratulations again.
0: And thanks so much, Jimmy. Thanks, Drew, and thanks, Chad, and thanks, everybody. And I had a great time, you guys. It cool. was wonderful. And I'll see you yeah, on Twitter.
2: We can, we'll see you on Twitter. Call anytime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Thank> <laughs> Have a great
5: weekend. You know, I all to me. Yes, I all do. Righty.
2: All right, you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. Right.
5: Bye. Bye.
2: Isn't that cool? Like, it's going to be a really good movie. I'm not kidding you. That's going to be a good movie. Everybody really should check it out. Anybody who likes good stories and good kind of like steamy, like lovey kind of stories, you're going to dig it. It's really the first one I've ever read, but when I was a kid, I think I probably read some of those like Harlequin romance things. So, oh yeah, yeah, probably just because I was hiding my gaydom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even really know, but I I uh I think it's cool. Everybody check it out. Now we got a caller. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, what's
5: up,
7: guys? It's international
2: Nova. All right. How hey. you doing?
7: I'm pretty good. How you guys doing over
2: there? We are rocking and rolling and before we get started I want to uh introduce you to everybody on the show, starting off
4: with the diva of cool Drew Albright. International Nova, welcome. I'm like all Ooh. about
7: your name, man. All about it. <laughs> But thank you, thank you. all
2: about your name, you know, the <laughs> Queen of Cool. I got the big thing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey,
3: hey, hey! Welcome to the show. Hey, Chad, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, thank you.
2: And uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. And I'm all about the name too. You know, Jimmy Star <laughs> International Nova, like Star Nova. You got that shit going on, dude. It's it's totally awesome. And I think uh I think that you are gonna be like the next big superstar in, actually in global music because you termed your own, you you coined your (laughs) own term.
7: Well, thank you. Thank you for that, Jimmy. You know, and it's definitely, definitely amazing to finally get to speak to you and, and, you know, meet the whole team and you guys over there.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think, uh, I think that you're super talented and you've come a long way. You know, I'm a celebrity clothing designer. I don't know how much you know about me, but one of the things I do, I'm a celebrity clothing designer, and I love the fact that you got, like, such good style, like your promo pictures. Everything about you, like, says superstar. And, and I really appreciate yeah. that because we look at everybody that way and we're like, oh, that person needs, like, a lot of help. And-, and we look at you and you're like, okay, International Nova, the name fits, the style fits. you got it all going on, so congratulations.
7: Well, again, thank you so much for
4: that. I think that's, like, totally true, too, because – um, and looking at your promo pics for the show, like, I love the ones of you by the graffiti wall. Yeah, and- me too. <laughs> How you mix it, and it match. And funny. And- I
7: think You're the not one afraid you of color. Have, I think the one that you guys have with the video, that was like a behind the scenes picture. That wasn't even the actual picture, you know, like the photo shoot picture itself.
4: Yeah, I like that picture, actually. Like, I like it a lot because it, it, it kind of fit the video to like the, you know, coming up was kind of
7: yeah yeah. yeah, well, so, you know, I, I definitely try to show as much as much uh, you know respect and, and, and love to New York you know definitely, that's where I'm from, so I try to show my city and, and, and the Bronx especially as much love as possible.
4: yeah, and for everybody who wants to see that video, you can go to jimmystarshow.com, type in international Nova or it's on the the home page, and uh, you can see his music video. actually, he's yeah, got and, lots and, of music thank videos. you guys for actually
7: posting the video. That was, that was very big. thank you so much.
4: Ah, absolutely. absolutely. So, you're welcome. First yeah. of all, because like, we're
2: going to like actually talk about the music in a minute, but let's let's reiterate. So you're from the Bronx. Um, we want to yeah, congratulate thanks. you on your recent signing with Monarchy Records. Um, I even Thank saw you. you had it on a video, like yours, a video uh, behind the scenes video from Vocab Magazine where you were talking about it, which I thought was really cool when you were talking about the new song "Hush." Yes, yes. And uh, I
7: like they, they were actually the first people, um, you know, or the first person that I actually you know, gave the news to outside of my team, you know. So it, it was definitely very cool to do it at the video shoot, Um, you know, Vocab Magazine's up-and-coming magazine in New York City that, you know, it's all about fashion and, and, and swag, and and they definitely came through and showed me a lot of love, and, you know, I definitely wanted to kind of give them a nice little secret, a nice little gem, and, you know, definitely announce the uh, the signing, and, you know, thank you and, and Monarchy Records and, and, and Bobby for, you know, definitely showing me a lot of love.
2: Absolutely, dude. Like, we only like real talent, so just just shows that you got to be one talented mofo, or otherwise you wouldn't be here.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know what, though? So I definitely want to give a shout-out to Jay Hen, and, um, you know, I cannot pronounce the, the, the group. Cat of Nine Tails. Part, Cat that. of Nine Tails. There you go. Those guys are super talented, first of all. Yeah. You know, I definitely want to give a big shout out to them because they're
2: also very talented. Yeah, we we got a great team. We're building a great a great team of people. Everybody's got lots of talent. Everybody's a little bit different and unique in their own way, but super talented. And uh, you were actually one of the first people that I heard music from besides Cat and Nine Tails. And I have to say that that uh, the consistency in the songs that I've heard that you've put out uh, is unbelievable. Um, like, and, and one thing I really like about your music is that it is fun. Like, I'm, you know, I can't sing for shit, but I'm like one of those people who likes to drive down the road and pretend like I can sing. And so, like, I'm like, you know, driving down the road singing, finally made it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm bad.
7: (laughs) Well, you know what I mean? I think, to me, that's like one of the biggest things is being able to, you know, not only create good records, but create good records consistently. And that's one thing that I try to do as much as possible. Um, I think I'm my own worst critic, you know, and I'm such a perfectionist that I'm always in the studio and, you know, I would not release a record until I think it's right. Which is, you know, that's my biggest thing is consistency and showing, you know, people that support me and and support what I'm doing that, you know, I'm definitely going to continue to make good records as as, as much as I can.
2: Absolutely. So why don't you real quick give us give a shout out to the chat room because there's a bunch of people in the chat room and we never like to neglect our, our cool chat room listeners
7: chat room what's going on how you guys doing in the chat room show me some love show the, the whole Jimmy Star. show some love man you guys are definitely doing a good thing over here and you know much love for the chat room
2: there you go I like that <laughs> so uh, so, so, you've got all kinds of cool videos you've got all kinds of cool songs uh, I know you got a, a video out right now which uh, uh, you did with Tony Sunshine and I don't know how to pronounce the word it's Mansions and I don't know how you pronounce the other word <laughs>
7: It's uh, a and Audemars.
2: Audemars. Okay, I don't know what an Audemars is. I don't know what an Audemars is either.
7: An, an, an Audemars is actually a very expensive watch.
5: Okay. Oh, oh so, it must be know, French, it, it's, it's, right? The whole
7: concept of the record was pretty much, you know, telling the ladies that we can give you much more than just a mansion or Automar or, you know, a, a very expensive car. Like, well, we can provide for you the love that we give you is much more than that.
2: Ah, ah, look at that! A deep—that's deep, dude. <laughs> I, I, I try
7: to show the lady from love as much as I can.
4: You know, uh, so. First of all, I
2: have to say because it's a really everybody should check it out. You can just Google it, and I'm sure it comes up. It's uh, it's with Tony Sunshine, who like anybody who doesn't know who Tony Sunshine is, is living like under a rock. Uh, Tony Sunshine, and, and you know
7: what—that that's my big brother, man. He's been supporting me for such a long time, and you know. um, He's definitely one of my biggest supporters, and that's my big brother there. So I definitely got to thank him for even, you know, jumping on the record and, and, and still supporting him to this day.
4: Isn't that cool, like, when you have a mentor who's, like, so successful, and then, you know, like, they see the talent in you? Like, I think that freaking rocks. He like has, it's like, very an helpful. awesome
2: song. Uh,
7: yeah, it, 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 it's funny because, you know, I've known Tony for at least maybe 12 years now, you know, 12, 13 years. And, and you know, back when I first was even... You know, I wasn't even thinking about doing the music thing, and, and he would always push me and say, "No, nah, you should do it. You should do it. You have some talent." You know, and this is back when he was, you know, running around with Big Pun and 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 and, you know, getting those Grammys and and those different awards, and and you know, to go from there to where I'm at now. He tells me all the time, he's like, "You know, dudes, I think you're really like the next, the next person, the the next big artist to come from New York," and you know. He's always calling me because sure I'm in the studio and I'm working, and you know, he, he's definitely a big, big supporter.
2: I think that's going. like super cool, and yeah. I think, uh, I think too that, uh, the video, which everybody needs to see, it's a really good video, and like, like it amazes me because I've watched all your videos, and like, there's like no ugly people in your videos. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but all my videos I do myself. Yes, you know, I, mean, I did know.
2: Um, I knew that, but now everybody else knows that too. Which, which yeah, is even yeah. a true testament to how talented you are, because they don't come across like somebody shooting like you know a home video. These are very well done, very professional, yes. um, very pretty people. Like the girl, even in the, the mansions editing. and the Audemars. Like some of the girls in there, like I man, they're just freaking downright gorgeous. <laughs> well, you
7: know what? I mean, I I definitely got to got to thank and shout out to get Adam Girls because that's who do a lot of my uh, my castings for the models. And, um, you know, they definitely show me a lot of love. Roslyn is the guy I think you're talking about from Not a Marsh. She's very pretty, very beautiful. That's like my little sister. And, you know, I mean, one thing about me is I try to do records that, you know, not only records, but videos that, you know, are appealing to the eye, but are more than just the normal, you know, ass shaking and, and, and happy naked girls. I try to always give you a storyline and a vision for what, you know, what I visualize when I record the record. So, you know, I actually think I'm, able, I'm able to. Say
2: that. that's gonna i actually think that's gonna be one of the things that helps propel you to the top though because like there's an actual story and it's not just about booty shaking
4: yes i think exactly. so too and i picked up on it right away in watching your videos um it, it comes true actually there's there's one part in the video we're going to talk about too where like th- there's just one scene which kind of encapsulates the video and it, it just made it for me like uh the storyline of it so I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah and, and I like, finally made it. I don't know if we're talking about that yeah, well, one Yeah, we're going to so. go to that one because okay. we're going to actually
2: play Finally Made It because Finally Made It is like one of my favorites. First of all, we should tell everybody, if you want to find out more about International Nova, you can go to his website. It's www.itsinternationalnova.com, and you can follow him on Twitter. It's at Uh Why don't you tell us about that? Like, how are you, the prince?
7: <laughs> I'm the king <laughs> well, of, of cool, the, so you're the like prince. Us, okay.
5: Yeah, I <laughs>
7: I just try to show, you know, my hometown, the Bronx, you know, it's it's definitely where hip-hop started. So I try to show my hometown, you know, as much love as I can. They really support me. So, you know, I kind of see myself as one of the the, the new guys to come up in the game and and really hold it down for the Bronx and kind of be like the ambassador. So, you know, the whole Prince Prince of the Bronx thing started years ago, and and to this day, I, I, I still hold that close to my heart, so...
4: Okay, None so now I, I get it. it. It's, it's BX's Bronx, Bronx. Bronx. Yeah, now Prince. I get it. Okay, we're just like really stupid international. Again, <laughs> <robot. Just, forget laughs> we even like said that shit.
2: Also, uh, want to give you a shout out because Jay Hen just tweeted like a shout out to Cat of Nine Tales and to you. You know, as part of the Monarchy family, and yeah. we're getting ready to take over the music industry world. And uh, what I want to yeah, do, do is uh, so everybody Henn. can. Man, I
7: could very talented again, so I'll start today. Yeah, shout awesome. out to that. Yeah, he's awesome. Louisiana and, and, and Texas.
2: Absolutely. So so we're going to play Finally Made It. This song features features Ryan Lane, who's in the video. Uh, great song. He's also a great singer. Um, tell us a little bit about Finally Made It, and then we're going to let you introduce it.
7: Well, Finally Made It, I mean, it's one of those records that, again, I wanted to portray, you know, a different type of vision. And what I pretty much wanted to tell the fans is, is that, you know what, if I can make it, you can make it too. And, you know, the the, the, the beat was actually produced with my in-house producer, DJ Shaka. He's 16 years old from Turkey. He oh, my super God. talented. Wow. Yeah, he's super talented. And, uh, you know, it's one of those records that me and Ryan went in the studio one night, and Ryan's like my little brother. And we were in the studio one night, and I said, you know what? I need a record that's, that's epic, that's big, that sounds big. And, and, you know, when we heard the beat, we were go wait a minute, this is it right here. And we sat down, wrote the record in about maybe 45 minutes. And about an hour and a half later, we had the whole record done.
2: Awesome. So, how about this? You uh, say who you are, say the name of the song, like introduce the song for us, and we're going to play it for everybody
7: but definitely if go International Nova and I'm on the Jimmy Star Show and you're about to listen to my current single Finally Made It featuring Ryan Lane produced by DJ Shaka Yeah, yeah, nah, nah
8: Yeah
1: Stop. Okay. I'm headed straight to the top. Yes. So fresh, so clean. I earned my stripes since yes, I earned my dream. And yeah, the kid's alright. I write a hit every night. From dust till to down. plus waiting since I put it down till I've gone. Until I'm on that cram, for the rest of my life. I hold it down for my town. And yes, I'm fresh off the block. From the corner to the mic, running straight from the caps. Running straight to my dream And your boys got a chance Heading straight to that dream And I'm just like a star Dressed for the best And
8: I'm way above You could catch me in the sky Flying so high Made it to the top And I ain't gonna stop Yeah, I finally made it yeah, Finally made it yeah, finally made it yeah, Finally made it yeah, Niggas gon' hate When you're doing your thing We can take it to the ring Knock out one round You know that we made it You know that yeah, we made it finally made it Mine. You see that I'm drippin', I'm never slipping, made it to the top, you see how I'm living You gotta work hard, you get, get it on top When they say no, just take it to the top Cause you know that you're a winner, winner Uh-uh, cause you're a winner, winner, yeah You see my struggle, you see my crime, you see that light
1: shining bright, that's mine And now I'm back to this money I'm back to this bullshit Back to that booth So I'm back to that music fly! Group, so to you can catch me in the sky <laughs>
8: I finally made it, do I finally made it, I finally made it, yeah, I did it Don't ever let no one kill your dreams yeah, yeah, Don't
5: yeah,
1: ever let no one defeat your purpose uh, yeah, uh, Those that hate only wish they could do what you do Catch
8: me in the sky, flying so Don't high not ever let no one kill the one because I'm I finally made it, uh, I finally made it you're finally <laughs> You can catch me. Let's in the sky go. Flying so high. Hit it to the top. Train ain't gon' stop. Yeah, I finally, finally made it. Finally made it. Finally made it. Finally made it. Niggas gon' hit when you do your damn Bigger tickets to the ring. Now count. Walk around. You know that
5: we never made
8: it. Finally made it.
2: Yeah, baby. So that's finally made it. That's uh, International Nova featuring Ryan Lane, dude. That song's awesome, though. That is like a total like drive fast down the highway sing along look retarded song.
5: <laughs> well, you know what? Look I cool. I, I, I look cool it when I do way that.
2: way about the record, man. But
7: thank you
2: so much. I think it's so much fun. I like I like those feel good
4: songs that you can sing along to, even if you can't sing, and it makes it a lot of fun. <laughs> I love the epic sound of it. Like you said, you were looking to have a big record, and you really accomplished that on that one. And I well, want to talk about the video like a little bit because when I found out that you actually did the video, I was so mad impressed. And <laughs> I, the scene I was talking about before, so it makes sense to people, is when there, there's a girl, she's walking down the street and she puts um, money into the cup of a homeless person. But actually, yeah. that homeless person is her too. So it's like yeah. her then and now. You know, you know what's
7: funny though? You know what's funny about that? It's actually not the same person, they're twins.
4: Oh, because <laughs> I was wondering how you film that.
7: <laughs> I mean, that was like that. That was my 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 vision was. I wanted people to, to see the homeless version of the person, and then the actual, you know, like the, the flip flops out of the person, and make them think that it is the same person. I knew it hour. the whole time. they and that's actually, <laughs> and that's actually my manager, my manager's daughters.
2: Oh, that—that's that, that's that's so Nikki's cool. daughters. Oh, which by the way, we yeah, need that, to give that, a shout out to yeah, Nikki that. from the Nikita Group who helped set yeah, this shout interview out to up. My
7: management, Nikki, who's a beautiful person and who's definitely holding me down and, and 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 you know helping me take over the industry. But yeah, that's that's her daughters, man. That's
4: oh, cool. That is cool.
7: And too, yeah, that that was the vision I had. I wanted people to think just the same way you thought that that was the same person, and that you know that was the before and the after, pretty much of the person. And it's like you know. I wanted to pretty much portray, like, no matter where you come from, no matter what type of condition you're in at the moment, you can definitely be something bigger than what you are at that moment, as long as you believe in it.
4: Yeah, I love how it ends on the rooftop. And, too, I think, like, uh, like did you use handheld cameras for that, to film that, like, when you're in the um, warehouse scenes, kind of like the dancing party scenes?
7: Yeah, we, are. Um, well, you know, we have, like, a Canon 7D, which is pretty much what everybody's using nowadays, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a pretty, it's a DSLR. it's handheld, and it can also put on a tripod,
5: and
7: you can run around with it, man, and the actual rooftop scene is actually my balcony in my apartment building in the Bronx. Oh, so, you know, I had that's cool. Balcony, and we got pretty, pretty creative out there.
2: Okay, hold on, one second, then, is he there? Okay, hey, Tom, what's up? Good
3: morning, afternoon, and good evening. How is everybody?
2: <laughs> Everybody's good. Nova, this is Thomas Churchill. He's uh, Actually, he's a good friend of Nicky's. He's part of Monarchy Records, and he's also our cool cat of film on the Jimmy Star Show, and he's just calling in a little bit late because he's working
7: on a movie. Yeah,
4: so talking about hey, cameras Tom, and it's
7: stuff, it's he knows all about that. Voice, Tom. How Tom? How are you? I'm pretty good. We're having fun with the rest of the team, and you guys are definitely doing something beautiful over here. I'm definitely happy to be a part of it. Awesome. Well, we're, we're glad you're
2: part of the family. And and he's from New York just like you. Where are you from, Tom?
7: Born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens. There you go. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, you know, you know, he's from Queens and Brooklyn. I'm from the Bronx. That's a whole different territory.
3: Yeah, the Bronx.
5: I <laughs> spent years
3: in the Bronx, so I'll say that's like another home. <laughs>
7: what I part of the Bronx, trip, man? I'm actually a born, well, not born and raised, but I was raised in the Fordham section in the Bronx.
3: I, I spent uh, many years in the East Tremont section. Oh, wow,
7: okay. Well, wow. I'm actually living on the, on the west side of, of Tremont now, but, yeah, I, I definitely know that area, man.
2: Okay, love yeah. fest is over. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Church, real quick, Church, you've got to say hi to the chat room.
3: Hello, everybody in the chat room, and welcome to Wednesday.
4: There oh, you yeah. go. Oh, guess who's in the chat room? Stefan Daniel Bell. What's up, Stefan? Everybody, follow at Medica
2: on Twitter, and we got go to uh, we gotta go back to we got to go back to International Nova. We want to make sure everybody's following him on Twitter because you're going to want to know what he's doing because he's so cool. Everybody's going to need need to know what he's got going on. So it's at Nova which stands for Bronx Prince now that we know that <laughs> and, uh, now that we're not totally mentally retarded and uh, <laughs> and uh and everybody needs to check out all his stuff and you can go to www.itsinternationalnova.com and on Facebook you need to like his Facebook page because like he's international nova so oh, a big shout
3: out to A big shout out to Nikki. What's up there, Nicole? How you doing?
2: Yeah, we just did that a minute ago but you missed it, so we'll do it again.
5: <laughs> Hi, Nikki! Hi, Nikki! <laughs> <laughs> now,
3: you know
7: what, though, man, I really again want to give a big shout out to Nikki because I've known Nikki for a long time now, and, and you know from day one that I met her, she's always been very supportive of you know what I'm doing in my music, and she's definitely a person that truly believes in what I'm doing, and I definitely appreciate that.
2: You know what, too, Nikki and Tom went to element no junior high school together. Is it junior high school? Yeah,
3: she was, she was, she was, yeah, oh. we went. To, I know Nikki a long time. I, uh, I I know her since junior high school.
2: Oh wow. Okay. Isn't that sick?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean sick cool, not sick sick. So I think it's like a really cool thing and we wanna yeah, we wanna give mad props to Nikki. She's awesome. We wanna give mad props to you. We wanna congratulate you for you know signing with Monarchy Records. We're looking forward to taking over the world with you. And uh sure. and and I do think you have mad, mad talent and you got mad style, which is another thing that like just really like like I love a lot because since we're so into the whole style and you know if you're going to be a superstar you need to look like a superstar
4: and you need to have a creative vision which like he clearly has a creative vision all the way around and I think that's well, absolutely necessary so yeah so it's a, so it, it's
2: definitely definitely a cool thing we need to tell everybody uh to I don't know like do you have an actual YouTube
7: page Yeah yeah it's uh, youtube.com international nova I okay. got over 1100 followers over 170,000 views like you know Definitely subscribe to me, uh, you know, send me some messages. I try to interact as much as possible with the fans. Oh, and you know what, Jimmy? Before I forget, I wanted to give a nice shout-out to uh, CKG, CKG Books. I heard you guys interview a little while ago. She's amazingly talented from what I'm hearing.
2: Absolutely. The, uh,
7: The book sounds amazing. I'm not really into books unless it's sports. But, um, you know, it definitely sounds like I want to
2: read that book there, I She's definitely doing her thing, too. So, you know, much love for her. There you go. That's nice. Yeah, she's cool, and uh, she, she's super cool. And I met her on Twitter. Twitter is the bomb, man. Everybody needs to get on. I keep saying it, but everybody needs to be on Twitter. Twitter is like Who the is place the to go. Now, I lost a couple hundred. I don't know, like uh, 191,000. I really would like nobody to hit two hundred thousand.
3: Nobody likes the bragger.
7: <laughs> hey, Yeah, has you got a lot of followers, man. I mean, I only have like eighty five thousand. You have one hundred
3: and ninety one. That's a lot of followers. Nova, Nova. <laughs> nobody likes the bragger. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like follow CKG books because like she helps you get a lot of followers. Yeah, actually, CKG like retweets and it. Leslie. <laughs> we want to
2: thank because everybody who's on Twitter who retweets my stuff all is yeah, are the people really who are building my following because they retweet all my stuff, and so I think it's like a really big thing. And I always try to return the favors and retweet as many cool people as I can. And uh, and I think that's the, just the way you do it. Everybody can work together. Everybody can get followers. Everybody can meet cool people, and everybody can have a good time.
7: Amen.
3: Amen. Can
2: we all just get along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, again, everybody, let's check out International Nova. Go to fa- uh, YouTube.com, International Nova. You can watch all his videos. They're all very well done, and, and it's very impressive that he did them on his own. Um, well, with his teams of people, but like on his own, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the music's awesome. You heard, finally made it. It's rocking and rolling. His album's probably going to be coming out the first. It'll definitely be coming out the first quarter of 2013 on Monarchy Records. Um, he's going to be back on the show many times, I'm sure. And we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Wish you all the best. Say have a great weekend and uh, booyah! <laughs> well, thank,
7: <y'all. laughs> thank you so much for having me. You know, a, a big hug to you guys, the whole team over there. And, you know, shout-out to the fans though, who support me, man. I love you guys. Shout-out to the chat room. And, again, Jimmy, thank you for having me on the show. No problem, dude. Have a great weekend. Hey,
2: Say hey to Nikki. Good
3: tootin'. Or- good, tootin' good tootin'. Oh, shut you up. up. <laughs> yeah, good baby. Take care. You got to take care. All
2: right, buddy. thanks, Much Nova. Bye-bye. Take
3: care.
4: I'm trying to kill that good tootin' thing. I've been trying to kill it, like, ever since it began. I,
3: I kind of like hey, it. I just went out and got velvet letters to stick on
2: letters
5: i'm gonna put them on white t-shirts like old school good tootin tootin'. that's hilarious
3: i'm gonna be wearing those under my jimmy
2: star shirts good tootin so like way too give another shout out to the chat room because like all your friends are in there like say hello and uh and then let's like do some we need to do some promo stuff and uh, i'm going to scotland dude
1: Scotland.
2: Yeah, I got a role in a movie and, uh, and I'm filming in Scotland. I'm going to Scotland. <laughs> it
3: was like just oh, confirmed yeah. today when it was, was on the show. It was just confirmed while
2: we were on the show. I got the email like offering me the role and I'm going to Scotland. <laughs> look
3: at this. I'm, I'm freaking late an hour and look, you're going
5: to Scotland on me. I'm also, <laughs> doing,
2: a, I'm also doing a horror movie. Uh, a horror movie where it's going to... I forgot the name of it. I'll have to tell us all next week and uh, give a Nobody shout out to Lights regular. Out. And, and I'm also going to be doing the coolest movie of all, which is called the Lazarus movie, and it's a Thomas yeah. Churchill production. And everybody should follow us on Twitter. It's at the Lazarus movie, and our Facebook page is the Lazarus movie, facebook.com/slash the Lazarus movie. And it's written, directed, produced all by Mr. Thomas Churchill and his team.
3: Yes, <laughs> we're looking forward to it. I just want to give a big shout out to the rest of my team. Hello there, Drew and Chad, Hola. and Thomas. everybody else. And everybody in the chat
4: room. There you go. Booyah! There,
2: there you go. go. That's what they need. That's a
4: necessity. Actually, Leslie's not in the chat room today. We'll have to give her a shout-out on Twitter. But uh, but every we'll week get we've got Leslie. some Booyah requests in Actually, there. Actually, so. let's do
2: it now real quick. On three, we'll say Booyah, Leslie, because I'm sure she'll listen to the replay. And yeah. that way she'll know that we were thinking about her. Okay. On three, we'll do it, okay? Everybody on three, Booyah, Leslie. One, Two. Uh, is he going to be in real time, or is he going to be behind you us? You on <laughs> go
3: on one, church.
2: I'm
3: going to go on one. Don't go too slow, Jimmy.
2: All right, here we go. One, Let's two, start. three. Booyah, Booyah, Leslie. Booyah, Leslie.
3: All right,
2: <laughs> uh, one and a half. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think that is so funny. So How cute. much of a
3: delay
2: am I? Uh, like a
3: second. Just a couple seconds, yeah.
2: Maybe Uh, if you were we're more awake, maybe church, if you were more awake, like maybe (sighs) if you had taken your DynaPep, you wouldn't be behind. Mm. DynaPep, DynaPep,
3: Dynapep like. DynaPep really needs shots. (laughs) (laughs)
2: DynaPep, the world's first energy micro shot, smaller than a lipstick vial, fits in your front pocket. You can uh, uh, get 10 hours of energy with no sugar. No sugar? No carbs. No crash. Dynapep. And you guys want to find out more information, you go to www.dynapep.com. You can call them 1-888-DO-DYNAPEP. Follow us on Twitter. It's at DynapepShots. And on Facebook, we're uh, facebook.com slash DynapepEnergy. Dynapep's a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. It's a product that really, really works. No sugars, no carbs, no crash. Check it out. Good for all the Hollywood what? people because it has no calories. That's right. When I'm in Scotland filming all night, I'll be, like, taking my Dynapep to stay awake. And
4: you can take it on a plane, which is, like, a big deal, too. There you go. Hey,
3: ring Sean Connery's bell and give him a case of Dynapep. <laughs>
4: yeah, that'd be cool.
3: Seriously. <laughs> yeah. You guys are coming so clear today. It must be a new... Uh... Um, application I put on my phone.
2: There you go. I bet Absolutely.
4: it is. Thomas, you must be talking about Bon Jovi DPS. I am. <laughs> bon Jovi DPS is another sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show, and DPS stands for Digital Power Station, and basically it's Bon Jovi Acoustics, and they're a leader in acoustic technology. They build recording studios and have some of the most famous recording studios of all time called Power Station Studios, which like recorded Aerosmith, uh, Madonna, like everybody uber famous that you could know. And what they've done, because they realized today we're all using MP3s and compressed files, um, they got pissed off because when you spend all this time to have great acoustics in a recording studio, and then you take that file and compress it, you lose a lot of the sound quality. And so they wanted people at home and on the go to be able to experience a song as it was intended and as it was recorded. And so what they've done is they've created a uh, plugin you can use on your computer, and they also have apps for phones, including the iPhone, that remaster sound live. So it brings back all the missing digital information uh, to give you the real true experience of that song. It, it basically like brings the sound alive. And so you can test it out. You go to uh, dpsplugin.com, and uh, you can learn all about Bon Jovi Acoustics, too, at bonjoviacoustics.com. But when you want to buy, use our code. It's Jimmy Star. It's all one word. It saves you 15% off. It's a one-time download. It's easy. Click of the button, Install. And uh, what you'll know is when you're watching movies or when you're listening to the radio on your computer or iTunes or your music, it's like, wow, it's massively impressive. And it doesn't matter if you're on a laptop or a home studio setup with external speakers, it doesn't matter. It will work for you. There you go. And we use it. I go. freaking love it. Bon Jovi DPS. Yeah, they rule.
2: Absolutely.
5: Now,
3: so now it is impressive depending on what you're listening to because if you're listening to w4cy dot com, the home of the Jimmy Star Show, then it, you know it. We're impressive as it is,
5: yes. So, Which we
3: <laughs> are live in 155 countries. So, so it depends on what you're actually listening to because you know where uh, we are the shit. So we're going to sound better as the shit. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Exactly.
4: Exactly. And you can test it out right on their site too, which I like. Uh, so you don't even have to download anything to test it. It's uh, dpsplugin.com.
3: I like touching knobs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I do too, Georgeo. We share that in common.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, also, for all you all you filmmakers, all you filmmakers listening to the show, uh, uh, we we work with a great company. It's called Arcadium Entertainment. Oh. It's basically like the, one of the world's premier talent booking agencies for celebrities, and you can book them in appearances, and you can book them in conventions, and if you can book them in movie roles, and, and uh, you, we have famous bands that you can book for concerts. And, right. uh, uh And Thomas and I are definitely affiliated, running the whole show with it, and uh, we're rocking and rolling with it. We've got great, great celebrity talent, and if uh, you need any, you can contact us at ArcadiumEntertainment.com. But if you well, go, go to, to the Facebook website, at you can
3: see, Entertainment.
2: yeah, Facebook dot com slash Arcadium Entertainment. And you can see the whole uh, roster on page. the website. Yeah, it's got a huge we've got a big roster. It's about a, uh between music acts uh between music acts and actors, there's probably about two hundred people. And uh it's really, really it's just really bitchin'. We <laughs> have
5: the
4: kids. You're gonna bring bitchin' back?
2: Yeah, that's right, I'm gonna bring bitchin' back. <laughs> okay.
4: That's and also if you're
3: bring bitchin back. That's right. But, you know, another sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show is uh, a company called ConnectShot. Yep. ConnectShot is this incredible uh, social media which kind of pairs all sorts of talent uh, from actors and actresses and writers and musicians who want to meet each other and connect with each other to to expand their career. They can all log on to ConnectShot.com.
2: There you go. And then
3: join. I think it's a like a... Five buck membership fee a month, something like that. Is that am I right, Jimmy? Yeah, it's
2: four ninety five a month. All of us are members of it. Uh, there's lots of cool people on it. We're having a blast. There's lots of different opportunities, lots of networking. It's it's basically the the world's first social media site and uh, social media network for people only in the entertainment industry.
3: So basically, uh, it's like Facebook buying the IMDb and had a, a Reverb Nation, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, so if you're in the industry too, like. Like, it's important, I think people get, like, and you want to work. Like, this is a working site. And so you become a member, and one, you can team up with other people, like, meet them just like on a Facebook or a regular social networking site. But all these people are also in the industry and want to work and have actively working projects. And then also, um, the site itself has so many resources for you. Uh, like resources you literally cannot get anywhere else. So like if you're a musician, it's like openings for, for gigs, you know, looking for band members, um, becoming on compilations, getting your movie sh- um giving, getting your music shopped, you know, going on um, soundtracks for, for movies. Right. And the same for all other aspects of the industry. and, um, like just the information of that alone is worth like a million dollars, and so I- ironically, it's really fun. that's why I
3: was late today. I was uh, speaking with you were some location managers. No, I was just speaking with some location managers on ConnectShot Shot uh, to look at uh, a location for Lazarus.
5: There you and go. I, uh,
3: the time just flew by, and I apologize.
2: That's okay, dude. You're rocking and rolling and
3: connectshot.com
2: and everybody needs to go to join connectshot you can join we're all on us it. on it we're all on it it's a lot of fun and, and uh, we work a lot <laughs> and Audrey sent me a uh, Audrey sent me a thing saying that uh, we're doing a great job and the best way to actually get to meet talented <laughs> cool people is on our show I love Audrey, uh, I love
4: Audrey. it's true our Thank chat room has Audrey. like some cool people in it too yeah. so it's like
3: and a special booyah to you
4: also then, what we should also tell
2: people is they should check out the new trailer, uh, the new teaser trailer for the new Emerging Past that's going to be coming out at the end of the year.
3: Yes. Go to com. learn all about what's coming up with this new reboot, direct disc cut, brand new vision, brand new version, new sound, new everything. It's, uh, it's intended to scare the booyah out of you. And uh, it's coming along nicely. Uh, we were cutting until about 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, it's just incredible. And I'm very, very proud of it with my team. Um, my, my buddy uh, Mitch Parks, who's getting married next month. So we're going to Vegas. Uh, but I just wanted to say, again, go to EmergingPast.com. Check out the new trailer. Become friends of ours on Facebook at Emerging Past.
4: There you go. I saw the new graphic for it on Facebook, too, because, like, as we're going along, Thomas has been leaking stuff. So you want to follow him on Facebook. And it looks so cool, Thomas. Congratulations. Thanks Thank for you. leaking.
5: Thank you. <laughs> uh, in the
3: next week or two, I'm going to be leaking some behind-the-scenes footage of Lazarus. Uh, and uh, it's about it'll be about 10 or 15 minutes of just a uh, behind-the-scenes uh that you'll be able to watch. Uh it's cut together pretty nicely. I saw it uh yesterday morning and I was pretty impressed with the team that's doing all our behind the scenes is company called Reality Farm Network, RFN dot com. It's uh it's gonna be a, a reality film uh on uh, kinda like a YouTube but only for reality films and it's the reality film reality farm network Dot com. They're doing a brilliant job with Lazarus. So in the next week or two, you'll be seeing that posted, and you'll see what we've been working
4: on. I, you posted a new poster for that too, which um, has like the a cool...
3: page for the, for the website. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And so who's the guy in that? Because it's like a a guy in a ah, business suit. He's yeah, kind of creepy. Yeah,
3: it, that's one of the main characters in the film. Okay. Um, and uh, that artwork was. Uh, by my great web designer and artist, uh, Mr. Kyle Stoker, the brother of Molly Stoker, my publicist, which is a great big shout out to the Stoker family. Uh, Kyle is responsible for all my websites uh the churchill productions dot com movie, emerging pass lazarus so and and Kyle's just brilliant at what he does, so if anybody needs any web work done. Uh, check him out on Facebook uh, or look up I'd Be Stoked. Um, his logo's on all my websites. Click on it. It should bring you to his page. Or find him on Facebook and tell him that uh, Thomas Churchill sent the big booyah and I referred you to him because he's genius.
2: There you go. I'm getting text messages out there, yin-yang. <laughs> I'm
3: getting, like, messages. You. Tell Tom Churchill to shut the fuck up.
4: I- I put in the uh, chat room that your Facebook is facebook dot com slash thomas j. Churchill. Yes, that's yes, right. It
5: okay. yes, has a period in it. Yeah, I
3: have. A I thought period. you said you were um, leaking. Yes, I'm the only Churchill
4: that's a mail <laughs> that has a period. Oh
2: man, yes. he missed that. <laughs> we'll skip it. Yes, we'll skip that, please. I wish I
3: can skip my period, Church. <laughs>
2: That's so funny. Yeah, we should give always give a shout out to Marlo too because we've been working with Marla on some of our really cool guests that we've had on the last couple of weeks. Last week we had James Tolkien. Yes, and today we welcome, have Le- today we have Leslie Easterbrook calling in in a few minutes, and next week we have uh, oh, now I forgot his name. Darn. Oh wait, I got Check my calendar. Yeah, but that's not nice to say. That's not his name. <laughs> next week, everybody, we're going to have Walter Koenig okay. from Star Trek, which is cool. Oh.
3: Walter Koenig. I met him in a convention. What a great, great man. Star Trek fans love Walter Koenig. There you yeah. go. He's Chekhov on uh, Star Trek.
2: There yeah. you go. The original. The original.
3: That's the right. original Chekhov, yeah. Yeah, brilliant man.
2: That's just cool. Okay. Good. Um,
3: I just want to give another uh, to make it part I don't know if you guys mentioned it uh, with the passing of uh, one of the great legendary directors, Tony Scott, who brought us iconic films as Enemy of the State and Top Gun and, and uh, True Romance and uh, Unstoppable and Deja uh, and Domino. And
5: Tony, uh, you
3: know, ended his life uh, sadly uh, over the weekend. He jumped off a bridge uh in Long Beach, California after learning that he had uh brain cancer which was on un- on un- un- um, operable. So uh you know uh the industry has a little hole in it uh cuz Tony was a brilliant man. He's the brother of r- director Ridley, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott and uh you know it's sad uh, when when uh when 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 you hear stuff like this, something tragic. So Again, from every family of the Jimmy Star Show and Churchill Productions, we send our hearts out. Absolutely,
2: and now we have a caller. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Do we have a caller? Hello,
3: hey Jimmy, this is Tom Churchill. <laughs> I love listening to your show in 155 countries. Is there somebody there?
2: Hello, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. I don't hear you
5: anybody out
4: there? That sounds <laughs> really creepy from the Are they Promise. calling in again, or
2: should we call them back? What was it? Oh, uh, it was unknown? Okay. okay. Okay, hopefully she's calling back.
3: <laughs> Did you check the children yet?
4: What? Remember that movie? That was Star Did Wars. Did you check the children yet? Yeah, that
3: was from, uh, uh, th- um, what's the call call it called? Caller. Uh, when a stranger anything. calls, when a oh, stranger okay. calls, yeah. Why haven't you checked the show of your
2: guests? Uh, I'm bringing bitchin' back. Somebody tweeted, "You're right." Oh, that was bitching, Tom. <laughs>
4: <laughs> if you're bringing bitchin' back, oh hello, I'm welcome to the Jimmy back. Star Show.
6: Hi. Hey, is this Leslie Easterbrook? It is. I tried a different phone, but I'm still getting a lot of. Um Wonderful static on the line. Are you magic or something? <laughs> I we like to call ourselves static.
2: I am magic, actually, but actually, we can hear you okay. Can you hear us okay?
6: Yeah, I can hear you. Just a little bit of a strain. There's just a lot of stuff going on. It, it could be my home phone, but I think it's basically we have an electric connection.
2: There you go. Yeah, it's Oh, I can even hear the little
4: buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds
1: like getting shocked.
4: You are electrified. You're electrifying <laughs> us. <laughs>
8: oh so welcome I to the down?
4: welcome to the I, jimmy star
2: show thank you very much i'm very happy to be with you before we get started i want to introduce you to my co-host starting off with the diva of cool drew albright leslie yeah, cool, welcome. Cool, 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 cool. welcome welcome, cool welcome. gal. <laughs> yes hello, <laughs> hello <laughs> then we have our cool cat of film who i think you know thomas churchill
6: yes hello oh. thomas
3: hey leslie how are you I'm good. How are you? He sounds so sweet
2: oh gosh, suddenly when he so talks
4: sweet to you. All of a suddenly, sounds so nervous. Yeah, not when he talks
2: to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Leslie. Leslie, you can. Uh, she's she's a great woman. I I I know Leslie. I met her a few times, and we're actually gearing up to work on Allopoint once we get things together. No one likes. Yeah, a brother. yeah well, I figure, you know,
6: I will wait for you on that.
3: There you go. I will,
6: I will wait for you. It's got to be perfect before we go. You
3: heard it here well, on the Jimmy why, Star that's Show. That's why you and I are involved. It's going to be perfect. How's that?
6: <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's our electric connection.
5: There you go. <laughs> the that thing,
6: some, sometimes films take a long time to come together. Sometimes yeah. they come together really quickly. But it's usually the ones that take a long time to come together that work out the best in the long run.
2: There you go. That's
4: right. Oh, that's sort interesting. It's groundbreaking
6: because everybody's finally on the same page. That's ah, right.
4: so you yeah, do like all the work in advance to get everybody on the same page, and then you just go. <laughs> That's right.
6: You ah. know, can I call you back on my cell phone? Uh huh. Yep. It just and I, <laughs> it seems We I can hear, hear it, it now.
5: Yeah, now, I, now I hear
2: it. Talk? I just I feel like I'm like in Frankenstein's, uh, <laughs> like I don't get know laboratory. laboratory. Lab.
5: It's alive.
6: You guys are having a great time, and I can't hear most of it. Okay, so go ahead. Call us back. back. I'm going to stay on this line, just in case, and then I'm going to come in on my my trusty cell phone. Okay.
3: She's going to
4: do both. Okay, that's cool.
3: Oh, you're double fisting over there, I see. Thomas Easy.
6: Yeah, Yeah, multitasking. There's a movie in that, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, I just keep talking while I try to figure out how to use my cell phone.
2: That's okay. fine. Well, you know. well, we have to introduce you to another person anyway. That's the man behind the board. so That's Mr. Chad Murphy.
3: Leslie, hello. Welcome to the show.
6: Hi, Chad. Thanks for having me. And I'm
2: Jimmy Starr. We're very excited to have you. And, um, and I want to give you, like, total props because, like, we announced that you were coming on the show and people were posting stuff all over the Internet about how great you are and how, like, you're really, really uh, nice to all your fans and, like, you're very <laughs> gracious and everybody really, like, appreciates that. So, like, uh, I think that gives, you know, props to you to be successful and, and, and so nice to all the people who, who really appreciate all your work.
6: Well, you know, you couldn't have said anything that I would, would like to hear more. I mean, I, I simply have a ball when I meet fans, and the fact that they actually enjoy the same experience gives me a great deal of um, sort of satisfaction, but also like joy. What is a it? Pro- anything you do artistically, if you don't ever get feedback on it from the people that you basically are doing it for and hoping that they'll find something in it, if you never get that feedback, you're working in a void.
4: Absolutely,
6: meeting people who watch my work and the interesting thing is when I meet the people who watch my work I always feel like we're fast friends and so I come back to Los Angeles and I talk about this wonderful person named Harry this gal that I met named Margaret and and as if we're fast friends and my people here that I'm talking to go well didn't you just meet them (laughs) and I go yeah but we've been on the same page together for years
5: (laughs) there you go
2: One thing we need to have you do, too, is we have a chat room full of people. So say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey, hi, chat room. There you go. I'm all about it. And also, we should say, for all the people who would like to meet you, um, which we're going to bring this up a couple times while we have you on the phone, but you're actually going to be in Con X, which is an awesome convention in Kansas City, Missouri, on September 14th through 16th, 2012. You're one of the featured celebrity guests, and uh, <laughs> anybody who wants to meet you can actually like go there and participate in all the festivities going on and actually get to meet you.
6: Well, I'm telling you, and I would love to meet, of course, anybody who comes. I hope a lot of people come. They're, they have planned such a such a, a a fun and interesting program for the entire weekend. When I first read the list of things that that you that are that they're basically providing for the fans and activities and and uh, concerts and this and that and chats and. Um, and um, when, when you sit down and talk about a film, what do you do? At any rate, what is it called? But all the, the things that a. they have going with parties and dinners, it's probably the most, most power-packed uh, con that, that I will ever go to.
4: Okay, that's cool. I mean, that's like it's mad props.
6: You know, tons of people, to, we can sit and talk and chat, but then there's just activities. And I was just sort of amazed. It was like a five-page contract, and I went, "How can you do this all in a weekend?" And they can.
2: Yeah, which is cool, so, and it's fun. Like we go to a lot of conventions. I'm actually going to Kansas City this weekend to CryptoCon And oh, you're uh, kidding!
6: So CryptoCon is this weekend. Yeah, I mean, well, Cryst- they have time to cool off before we get before we start.
2: That's right. We're going this weekend. I'm actually going because I uh, associate. I, I produced a film called Brutal, and it won the film festival. So I'm going to promote it.
6: <laughs> Congratulations, you do have to be there
2: yeah, so it 's going to be a lot of fun, and they have a lot of big guests, like when you 're going to connex and and uh, I think just for people who've never been to conventions, I think it 's a a really special fun thing that if you 're a, a fan of whatever genre of convention you 're going to me i 'm a big horror fan, so like uh, i 'm happy you know to get, to go to a lot of horror conventions, and you you know you get to go to every kind of convention because you 're like a pop culture icon you 're a horror icon. <laughs> Uh, you're like a television I,
3: icon.
6: I'm just old, and I've been working for some, I'm, I'm a great number of <laughs> <laughs> the vast, the ah, years. The past ah, but you look
3: great. I, you great. are so, so incredibly bad. gorgeous. Ah,
4: oh, thank you.
2: Tom. You want to like hear a, a story that Drew told me when we were coming over here today? No,
4: <laughs> you cannot say that on
6: there.
2: Okay, never mind. Okay, you
4: can say it. You can say it. Go ahead. Do Basically, do it, do it. Uh, Drew. Drew did
2: not did not get that. Um, you were not in House of a Thousand Corpses. So she thought, uh, so she was like, okay, so when I watched The Devil's Rejects, she's like, I've seen it like ten times, and she looks so much hotter and so much like younger and in good shape you know, than she did in the first movie.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, Drew, that's not really true. I thought that Karen Black looked amazing in the first movie, and I actually loved the performance, which I saw after I did The Devil's Rejects. Um, I thought I, you know, but I'll just take it as a compliment and say that, you know, Drew, you know exactly
4: what to say to a woman. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Jim, Jimmy Starr just loves to embarrass me because I'm like bright red right now. But, <laughs> but yes, I really do mean it. And I mean it as a compliment and two, and nothing really against Karen Black because I love Karen Black. I mean, she's another icon, um, oh, as well. But, but like, I just didn't, I just didn't catch it. It just didn't, like, flow for me. So so then when I, like, learned what it was about, it, so ma- I it made sense. So I get to
6: take credit for some of Karen Black's work. There yes. you go. And well, they, don't tell anyone, okay? I was but just I'm, like – I'm, I'm, I'm going to put that one in the cap right there. And just yeah.
2: go I was just head. peeing in my pants laughing. <laughs> <laughs> But I have to say, like, I think it's really cool that you, you, you've had really, like, a lot of great opportunities. Um, you've created a lot of great opportunities. You're actually, you know, to, to be, like, in, in Police Academy and, like, the series and, you know, and that's a comedy and then to do really serious stuff and, and you've been on every major, like, every major popular, like, TV show of, like, the 80s, like, all the th- everything that I was like, oh, my God, these are, like, all my favorite shows, and you had cameos in all of them, and I think it's a true, you know, testament to your talent, and I think uh, that you've aged incredibly true. well, like, you're totally, like, a milf, you're, like, totally hot, and, like, I think everything yeah, just totally
6: to works. I could calling you every day. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, uh
3: she, she, she had a... Uh, she had a, a, a running on a series of uh, Laverne and Shirley as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you
6: know, that started a whole lot. I really am so grateful to Gary Marshall, and I will be, you know, to the end of time, because that started a lo- lot of other opportunities in television. I'm doing a radio da- show, Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Dan, everybody's saying hello to you. <laughs> he got the look of absolute oh my gosh, I forgot on his face, and walked up down the hall. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I think he had a question. You know, Dan, my husband, wrote um, for the last four years on MASH. Oh, cool. He was a producer and one of the the writers of the last episode. And he ran, which means head writer and in charge of all the scripts for Growing Pains for a few years and for the New Heart Show. He started on Sesame Street and Captain Kangaroo, if you have any old listeners. I'm old. I I I guess I'm old because I know all that.
2: (laughs) I remember Captain Kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. So, I mean... It's kind of like when we met 10 years ago, and we'd both been in the business for, you know, at least 20 years, 30 years before we met. And it was just this love at first sight, you know, sort of like we have something in common, but yet we have no shows in common.
5: No was he wearing
3: the captain's uh, blazer when you met him?
6: No, he was just wearing a jacket and and, uh, and looking like a normal person. <laughs> he just puts on that blazer at night when it's really late and we're alone. <laughs> I think
4: it's kind of cool, too, that you haven't worked on projects together because like, uh, that makes collaborating, um, like, you know, at night when you're just having conversations together so much fun.
6: Well, it is. It's like we're, we're, we're constantly kind of going off into fantasy worlds of what we'd like to do together and not to each other, but I mean together creatively. <laughs> um, and he's so organized and, and specific and funny. And I'm sort of all, the, all over the place with, you know, gusts of energy. So when we put that together, and I'm a little bit better with maybe long-form story, but then he can chop it all up and make it into three acts. You know, the marvelous thing about a good play or or, or a movie is that every darn scene has to be a play in three acts. Okay. Every, every, yeah, isn't it great? I mean, Tom, it's like you look at the, every good scene could be lifted by itself and tell a story. And it's, it's just sort of fascinating how the human mind works. And how entertainment
5: works. Yeah. And then he always
6: has a punchline for
4: everything. (laughs) That's really interesting and like priceless information because we are a show for people in entertainment and breaking into entertainment and um, like the kind of the, the mathematicalness of it. But also like that kind of accounts for how you keep the pacing and the interest up and everything.
6: Well, it's it's really important when it comes to editing, you know, because the way you can tell that story is by you know uh, by using different shots of the same scene. You know, you pop to a close up, you, then you know you have people walking out in a two shot or a long shot walking in or out of the scene. I mean, there are all kinds of things you can do with effects to make that happen within the scene too. But a lot of it has to do. But if it's not if it's really not played well. You know, I mean, you can do a you can do a scene by just simply cutting to someone going, "I told you it was Tuesday," and then back to the to an, to the scene that you're actually playing. But everything then that edits into that scene, it may be a different location. Right. But it is something to keep in mind is that you've got basically a story, and you can choose whether it's going to be two acts or three acts. Um, you know, it was three acts for many many years, and there are a lot of screenwriters and people that write books on it that say everything has to be in three acts. But my husband, you know, worked on shows that were basically two acts. MASH was a two-act show. Right. And it's really interesting to get that concept in your head. And even when you're, like, writing a letter, when I'm writing a letter, I find myself writing it in three acts.
5: Wow. <laughs> so my, how
6: my interesting. emails are, you know, are, they're not long, but they usually, you know, we organize them. And that ability, we all have that ability, but is applying it to film that makes such... It makes the film so interesting.
5: Oh, I'm learning so yeah. much by talking about it. Even you has
3: three acts, huh? Appetizer, your entree, your dessert.
4: <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Church man, that was retarded. So 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 let's let's talk a little bit about like how how has it been for you the fact that you've actually um, you know you've been you're in all the different genres from comedy to like horror like how how did you first get into horror because horror is like horror is my favorite <laughs> it,
6: is, it is the best I mean and and I shouldn't say the best it's the best for the actor that really wants to explode yes I mean many times we get into we all get into acting for different reasons right. But it's, it's mainly, I think, because our personalities, our daily life situations, we don't have a chance to play a full range of emotions. I mean, in school, you have to be told to sit down and shut up and listen. Well, that's difficult, right? Yes.
5: <laughs> and even in a
6: family situation, there are certain roles that you play, and you can scream and yell, but it, it, you can't... Not every, not every situation lets you go the full range. And, and as actors, it's one of the reasons we want to do it is because we want to exercise our instrument to as, fully, as fully as we can, you know, from the range of, of, you know, from Quiet to Nothing to Catatonic to exploding either with joy or with horror or with anger or with madness. And the great characters through history into Shakespeare, you remember Lady Macbeth. I mean, that was pure madness, but done in a restrained fashion. But when you get into horror films, it's like the only thing that i've ever i've ever the only the only venue and the only form the genre where not all the characters are going to get to go crazy but there's always that there's always the possibility right and when i when i i hadn't done any horror i think horror has a wonderful outlet for society and i've loved the horror films that i saw as a kid those are the films i remember the most and to get a call to come in and read for broad zombie on The Devil's Rejects was sort of beyond my wildest imagination. And that was for uh, the character that Priscilla Barnes played. Right. And I thought it was just a great... It was one... No, two scenes. Two short scenes in the hotel room. And I thought that it was some of the best written material I'd ever read. And so I went trotting off to the audition thinking, oh, I'm sure he won't cast me but I would love to do this. How much, you know, it's so interesting and my God to be tortured like that with the gun that he had and all... I mean, ugh, I mean just... It was creepy, but yet it was so well-written. And when I did the reading, felt good. It felt fine. And I was so disappointed when I walked out the door because I realized that I'm so tall, and so no one's going to cast me as a victim. It just doesn't <sighs> work that way. So I was suggested, went off to New York to do some business and got the sides were facts to me for Mother Firefly. And I took one look at it, and I said, this is the m- most incredible opportunity I will ever have. In my career.
5: Oh my God, I'm so excited. Nobody has ever
6: (laughs) sent me material like this. I may not get it, but just working on this material, just going through it, just finding the beats in it, is the most exciting challenge I've ever had because it went beyond the edge.
5: Right. Right.
6: And even with Callahan and Police Academy, I had to work real hard in the studio to try to get tough enough for that character. And I loved that because she was bigger than life. She was tougher than life. You know, it was nothing that was predictable. She says, I want you. I'm going to have you. You know, she grabs people, and that's just how <laughs> she gets her kicks. That was a little strange, and but it was a wonderful challenge. But this material from Mother Flyers I just knocked my socks off. So I flew back to L.A. and got off the plane went <laughs> immediately to the, my audition and uh, on tape, and, boy, like two or three days later, they called.
2: Wow, that's so exciting.
6: I was overwhelmed, overwhelmed I mean, at the opportunity, you know. And it's not that it's not disappointed me
5: oh, you I know, think- in any
6: way, shape or form. Everything I've done in association with Devil's Rejects doing Halloween, doing House, uh, doing The Afflicted, everything from that moment has been like all the gravy and the cherry on top and whipped cream. It's it's just so much fun. And I just, there's a script that just came to me today, which will remain nameless, that I don't know if I'm going to do. But I think it would take even what we're talking about one step further.
5: Absolutely. Oh, the, interesting. Also,
3: the character uh, of, uh, in, in Hollow Point that you're going to be playing is, is pretty meaty as well.
6: The what? Say, say it again? The character that you're going to be
3: playing in Hollow Point is pretty meaty as well. It's, well,
6: it's, she's needy, and the interesting thing about her is that she is a victim. She's trying right. to help people. She's run that for years. She loves her husband beyond all measure. They have a wonderful relationship. They're running a bed, bed, and bed. I don't want to say too much about it. But she's kind and she's good, but she faces the ultimate fear. That's right. And also, just before it, the ultimate heartbreak.
3: Exactly.
6: So I mean, I work things very I that well. Character. When I first read this script, I thought that is a challenge for me because I don't get past as the victim, but this victim has an emotional, the emotional range that goes beyond where I've been in those two areas.
3: I just think is, it's a great, great script written by Joan Netter.
6: I yeah. think it's and awesome. Isn't
2: Yes, he is. He's Isn't been actually. He's great. been on the show. We've had Joe Netter <laughs> on the show, and and actually, like uh, I've because I've read the Hollow Point uh, screenplay, and it's awesome. I think that you're going to be great in it, and I think all the work that you've done is just freaking awesome. Like I, I just happen to be a big. I, I'm actually a really big Devil's Rejects Halloween like fan. Malcolm McDowell's kind of like a. A friend because I'm a clothing designer and I've dressed him and he's been on the show several times and we've had Tom Tolles is a, is a pretty good friend of the show and we've had him on many 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 times and like I just think for me like all the iconic people who've, who've, who Rob Zombie brings together to work and I like the way he kind of uses the same people in, in other movies and, and carries them over you know and it's kind of like a family of people like working together I think the whole setup is super cool and everybody that's in him is so incredibly talented it's just ex- it's exciting it's just cool to hear you talk about it
6: Yeah, Yeah. well, it is cool to be in one of them because you make so many friends, you know, and he does that. He does bring people back and he's faithful. And if you're not right, you don't even think, oh, gosh, he passed me over. I mean, he's the kind of director and writer like Tom that you just trust, you know, and if you have ultimate trust in your director and in the script that you're working on, it's just so easy.
5: You know, Thank you, Liz. What uh, a compliment. Jesus, saying, oh, on the I'd Jimmy Star show. <laughs> but,
6: but, I, but I really respect the filmmaker. I'm not in it. It was his best judgment. Right. So can, right. If you do that, it's like not because I wasn't good enough. I'm just not as right. Right. There's somebody else that was, that was, that was better for his vision. Because you trust it, you don't feel hurt. I think that's you know, important for everybody to get like, to. You, you actually support it.
2: I think that's an important thing for people listening to actually like get that because – I don't know because like I'm also like a fledgling actor and uh, like I've done – I've been in a bunch of like indie films and I I, I booked a lot of them right off the bat and then I didn't book them. And really that doesn't really a lot of time have anything to do with you because they have a preconceived notion of what they're looking for most of the time. Yeah. You know, anyway, and if you fit, you get brought in. they know
6: who they're pairing you up with, and they may have cast somebody, or they may be actually, in some cases, stuck with somebody, and then (laughs) you really are physically the wrong type. Or, you know, that it's not going to work because of the combinations of people.
2: Right. Right.
6: And it's hard for us to think, because we think, of course, you know, wake up in the morning and say, I can do anything. We go to bed at night and we say, oh, I'll be doing anything. And then... It's it's like knowing that you do have limitations, and they're not necessarily limitations on you, the actor. They're just limitations in terms of fitting into somebody else's somebody else's roadmap.
2: Right. Yeah. I think so that's I mean, great. it's
6: hard. It's hard, but yet if you have that attitude and you know it's true, you won't get discouraged and beat yourself up. Right. You know, and then that awful thing happens when you're when you've made a movie and you look at a scene and you go, "I am awful in that movie. I do am awful that scene. I am just terrible." Do you, you watch yourself? your head, And then somebody sees it and they go, oh, I thought that scene was the best one in the movie. <laughs> and you think, wow, we all interpret things differently.
4: Yes, yes. Do you watch your work, Jimmy Starr was asking you?
6: I-, I always say I'm not going to and then I get really curious.
5: <laughs> okay. And I
6: break down and I watch it and then some- sometimes I want to throw things at it and other times I go, wow, I'm so glad I made yeah. that choice. <laughs> I
2: think
3: that's just awesome. <laughs> but I
6: usually, first time through, want to throw things at it.
3: Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, it's thing to is... like a, 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 to, if you like, a filmmaker and you're editing your own work and you're, like, in it. So you're constantly editing it and, it and watching it and watching it and watching it. And then, like, each time you're watching it, you're thinking about how you could have did it better or if uh-huh. you're happy with it, you know?
6: Well, it, that makes it sort of like editing your own demo reel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know? and it's not a damn or real. It's something you want to put out there. And how can yeah. you be objective? But after after a certain number of looks, you, you actually do sort of become objective, I think.
4: I think that's oh. true, too, actually. Like, it, you know, after you've seen something, you know, 30 times, then you just start to look at it for what you're trying to accomplish.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: What story am I telling? Yeah. <laughs> you know, forget for, 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 forget the weird woman with one eye. Um, because it, you know it, the other one was swollen that day, and you know forget that, that she 's in the scene, I would say to myself, just forget that she 's there, just you know make tell the story and i and, and some of the editing work that i 've done in in uh, in fixing in and, and, you know <laughs> long stories uh i 've had to look at myself over and over again too tom
4: well it 's interesting and, too, like I wanted to talk with you like. Um, because like as a woman, like you are a real American sex symbol and, and you've <laughs> so had you've had this like huge longevity, which, you know, a lot of times in order to be a sex symbol, you know, like the, that's usually like very short lived. Um, but but that is not the case with you. And just I wanted to talk with you about that. What do you think about all that?
6: Why don't well, first of all, you still think I'm a sex symbol?
4: Yes, I do. <laughs>
6: well this is the happiest day of my old life (laughs) really thank you thank you thank you you know i mean just that that just it never occurs to me that 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 even mother firefly you know she was a sexist and then i think all i did for two scenes was try to seduce the sheriff so he wouldn't follow baby so i was using sex as a weapon yes you know the promise of sex but yet that could be considered sexy
4: Yes, I think but many you're, people you're so found funny. it sexy. I, I'm
6: so far from thinking of myself that way, but um, it's quite a it's a concept. Thank you.
4: Because I think, too, like um, what I get from you and talking with you is like you are an actor's actor. And also, like you were saying, you don't seem to personalize things like, okay, I'm too tall. You know, they want a victim. This isn't going to work. But, you know, as time goes on, to me, it almost seems like, it's more high stakes for women in Hollywood. And, you know, lately I've seen on the television, like everybody weighs like literally 10 pounds, like all of a sudden overnight people all weigh 10 pounds and it's freaking me out. And, you know, just all of these things going on, which don't necessarily relate to acting per se, but are part of Hollywood business. And you've just been totally like clear headed and successful.
6: (laughs) Well, I think mostly clear-headed. You know, we all get we all get muddled up from time to time, and there's sure a, a lot of of roles that I would love to have done done throughout the years that I didn't get. You know, and you just you figure out why. It doesn't mean you're going to get the next one because it really isn't you. It's because of their concept, of the character, blah 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 blah. Um, but I have been I've been really fortunate. You know, it's bizarre because I assumed that after Vernon Shirley, I would be uh, stereotyped.
4: Okay, I could totally see that, yes. You
6: know? Well, the thing is, and I never, in fact, all the way through all the murder churros that I did, all the the, the two Matlocks, the way, I don't ever play sort of a conventional character, the moms. I rarely have kids, and if I had kids, they were grown kids. I mean, it's like I never sort of became the, what is the standard kind of woman who was really hot and would go I always had these characters with strange edges on them or sort of strange personality yeah that's forms. what's hot <laughs> that's why I like you so much <laughs> I, think, I yeah. was a suspect star control freak or I was eating people in my strange place and you know that's uh, good in <laughs> that's the stuff we like I mean with my family and I don't know. It's just because I think I'm around so long because of that diversity of characters, and I just got lucky. I, it was lucky because the Rhonda on Laverne and Shirley was a total bimbo. I mean, totally. Like, hi ho, Rhonda's here. She has eleven dates tonight, Laverne. That was her whole persona.
5: <laughs> but I got
6: really fortunate because right after we finished shooting the very last episode. Um, I was wined and dined and then hired by the NFL to sing the National Anthem at Super Bowl 17. This was 100 years ago, 1983. And I sang the National Anthem for Super Bowl 17. The producer for Police Academy was watching the game, as was most of the world. And when I was submitted for Police Academy, he didn't know... It turned out when we were sitting in Toronto, I was singing for the Blue Jays, he... Found out that night that, uh, Toronto, making Police Academy, the first one, he found out that night that I was Rhonda on Laverne and Shirley, and his jaw dropped, and he was saying, oh, my God, my God. He said, if I'd known that, I never would have hired you.
5: Oh. Oh, I thought wow. you were going to say the I other. that's
6: a clue to, um, uh, it should be for agents and the way they sell certain clients.
8: Wow. Wow.
6: You know, and what to bring up, what not, and my agenting was obviously brilliant,
5: Wow.
6: That's intense.
5: That is intense. And the
6: next day, he came up to me on the set and he said, I am just amazed that you are that same woman. Wow. It's so weird to me. And I said, you know, so am I. And I can't tell you how grateful I am that you didn't know it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's
4: it's Uh, like people in the business don't even get like, it's acting, man. I was acting like these preconceived notions. Like, I'm acting... And well, you know,
6: and it—it it, we call it acting. You're an actor, you know this, Tom. You're an actor. We're all actors, and Drew, you probably yep. act a good deal.
4: <laughs> I do like cameos as sex symbols. That's all I oh, do. Okay. There you go.
6: <laughs> well, of course, well, course I seen I you just know. bought a poster of Drew too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool.
5: That's but so much we're fun. We're all
6: actors. And and in acting, you can only act what's on the page, because if you don't act what's on the page, it's improv, it probably won't move the story further, and it probably won't be very good. I mean, if you're doing a movie, there's a script. So all you're doing is digesting a character. And when you digest the character in relationship to the other characters, give your character a little backstory. I'm not saying you have to sit around for days and work this out. There are some actors that are so involved in their backstory that they can't play in the moment. (laughs) And I've worked with a number of them. They're brilliant. You want to tell us? (laughs) (laughs) If they're playing. But you do your little backstory. You figure out what you want in the scene. You go in. That dictates the character. Right. And to think that an actor can't do that is nuts.
4: Right. wherever
6: did anybody get the concept that an actor could only play one character
4: yeah I just don't understand that at all so it's very interesting what you said about agents and picking and choosing what they show because I guess they're aware of that
6: yeah yeah but we we start to typecast I, I have to take just a tiny break My husband is still trying to talk to me because the people are here going after our termites.
2: We're actually, we're actually, because the show's getting ready to end because we only have three minutes. So tell your husband you have one minute. It's fine. uh, I'm
6: sorry, I missed what you're saying.
2: I said uh, we're actually uh, we're off the air in like two minutes, so we need to give a shout out again. We number one, we want to thank Marla Stoker from Marquee Media
6: and Marketing for setting this interview up.
2: Uh, Marla is absolutely (laughs)
6: fabulous. What Marla is doing to promote Connex is is beyond pale.
2: So we appreciate she that. She's awesome. We want to uh, tell everybody again that September 14th through 16th, 2012, you're going to be at Connex in Kansas City. Everybody can actually come and meet you live in person. Um we want yeah, to Yeah, and I'm
6: going to be doing some kind of a Q&A on the afflicted, but it would be fun with the people anybody's coming um to sit down, come see me and let's talk about this 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 whole thing called acting.
5: There you go! Cool. Awesome.
6: Did you awesome, get to see? Awesome. Did I mean, you get? Why see, not? There isn't anybody out there that can't do it and d- do it well.
2: Did you get to it's see Kane Hodder? Did you get to see Kane Hodder without his clothes on in The Afflicted at all? Because Kane Hodder no, is hot. No, I didn't
6: beat his clothes off oh, of him.
2: I think Kane Hodder's smoking hot. He's been on the show too. I love too. Kane Hodder. He is
6: the best guy. Do You know, Kane Hodder was a sweetheart, and he. I asked the producers. They came to me first, and I said, "I will only do this movie if you can get Kane Hodder to play my husband and do the stunt coordination."
2: Oh my God, Kane Hodder. And so man, hot.
6: they called me back, and I think like three hours. I was in Pittsburgh. Doing a convention, they called back and they said Kane will do it, and I went. We have a movie.
2: Oh, that is so cool. That
6: is so. Yeah, oh cool. like awesome. Rick, oh Rick, oh boy, they just are the best coordinators. We love anyway. Kane Hodder. We love, love Kane him, Hodder. We and love Rick. Kane Kane Hatter. saved my life in Three Rejects.
3: There you go. Uh, I gotta, I gotta. I'm just gonna spell out here. I gotta, I gotta get back on set here. Um, I will talk to you guys soon, Leslie. I will give you a call in the next couple days just to Would catch you up. Please?
6: You're not yes. going to be able to get to Kansas City, are you?
3: No, I'm not going there. I'm uh, I'm actually locked on a strip for a little bit here.
6: Um, but I will while you talk do, to you. But just keep doing it for all of us. That's right. Thank you very much. All right, you Church. We'll talk to you, you later, and uh, yeah. Jimmy. I'll talk to you later.
3: Drew, talk to you later. Chad, chat room. Booya. Booya. So next right. week. And, Leslie,
2: we, we again want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Starr Show. I want everybody you, to come Jimmy. meet you on Connex. I'm sure I'm going to meet you. I'm doing wardrobe, and I've got a small role in Hallow Point, so I'll see you when uh, we're filming and, we, and get to meet we'll, you in we'll, we'll find
6: something to do together so we can increase the size of our roles.
2: There you go. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that works for me. Awesome. And, uh, and I think it's true. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Have a great time at Connex. Good luck with all your projects. And anytime you've got anything you would like to promote, let us know, and we'll get you back on the show.
4: Okay, I'd love it. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, Leslie. Bye. So, everybody, we want to thank... Uh, She's like my favorite guest ever. <laughs> I swear to God, I love her so much. She's so brilliant and like so cool. And we learned a lot of stuff. I learned so much. Oh, my gosh. All right, everybody. So, next week, we
2: got Walter Koenig from Star Trek. It's going to be a lot of fun. We want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Thank International Nova. Uh, Thanks C.K. Gray. Yes. And... Uh, and uh, I guess that's it, everybody. And shout out and to Nikki. Shout out to Nikki. Shout out to everybody in the chat room Leslie, Audrey, Lights Out. What's up, dude? I'll see you soon, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out, everybody. Yeah. Bye.
5: So, uh-huh. so, so. Check it out.